0: hot take hockey podcast with your hosts lucas and john Biveros. what's going on everybody we're back with the hot take hockey podcast episode 16 i'm here with johnny i mean he's uh he's struggling he's pushing through his long weekend that he just had and he's coming on to record some content with me here even though he's still pushing through a a bit of a cold john how you feeling
1: yeah, I'm all right, man. You could probably hear it in my voice a little bit. Got the cold going, but uh, yeah, pretty cool road trip. I don't know if the cold was directly uh, to do with the the trip. It might have. Like We were outside for the the Browns-Bucks game. Uh, we went to the Leafs in Pittsburgh Saturday night, Leafs in Detroit last night, Monday night. Uh, two Leafs-Dubs, so no Morgan-Riley, which kind of sucked, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah. I think that, that made a little bit of a difference. I think whenever you go to a game and like, not seeing your favorite player. I think it's like, it's a guy that always, I mean, for you, I'm sure, I mean, everyone watches Matthews on the ice, like hyper-focused, but I think if if Matthews is your guy, like whenever he jumps on the ice, you're going to be hyper-focused on the guy. So same with Riley. I think for me, when I I missed
0: a little bit of that experience, but two big dubs, let's go. Two big dubs and a good uh, ending to that football game as well that you got to see, eh? Man, overtime Browns being the Brady's
1: Bucks. What an ending. (laughs)
0: What a weekend for you, man. That's unreal. Like, no stopping, eh? especially with it being a road trip too. Must have been bang, bang, bang. But, you know, awesome to see that, Johnny. And now you got to recover, buddy. You got to get well soon. So that way, the HTH community uh, can still hear your good voice.
1: Yeah, I need a big time recovery these next 24 hours. So we'll see.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh okay, let's roll into some quick topics. I mean, it's American Thanksgiving last weekend, and that was probably pretty cool to be down there as well during that whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, and I figured we'd just discuss, you know, some players maybe from a fantasy perspective, maybe just in general this season, some uh, some players that we're thankful for uh, in the first you know twenty or so games of the of the season so far.
1: Yeah, man, honestly, one guy I got to say right off the bat that I'm, I'm not necessarily thankful for on like, yeah, if we're talking fantasy, like on an NHL fan or like my personal fan with the, the leafers, but so, Hey, I'm not a fan of this guy on the ice in terms of like real life crap here, but fantasy purposes, I am very thankful. I picked up Brad Marchand because we all thought he was going to be out for a while. And he is one of the guys that are leading the charge for my fantasy team. So thankful that I believed in Marchand's
0: recovery process. Yeah, man. I feel like the, those guys that are injured, they're always so sneaky to pick up. And oh, that, Yeah, you were saying Crosby that, last year, right? Yeah, like Crosby last year, and that works into my my pickup on uh, on fantasy that I'm thankful for this year. I know we talked about it. Matt Murray talked about it offline. Matt Murray, yeah. I mean, picking him up when he hit the waiver wire was a immediate ad. Throw him on the IR. And Bro, I'm glad like, you
1: trust the process, man. I, t- I told you to do it. I was like, trust buddy. it, man.
0: He's been so good since he came back, man. Unreal. I mean, he's like won me two weeks on his own almost, it feels like. Uh, I'll say him, and I'll throw one more, and then I'll throw it back to you. You know, speaking on this whole injury topic with, you know, with Crosby, I picked him late. Jack Eichel, I know he started the year healthy, but I feel like, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to lean into him because of his injury history, but he's just been dynamite. A little colder the last, like, week or so, but he's been... One of the best centers in the league uh throughout the season so far so i'm gonna say jack eichel is my second pick
1: yeah i would say my sec well i mean yeah my second pick could be murray I- i've loved bro literally last night at the game i just kept yelling that's my tendy like that's because i i gotta say like i know a lot of people are probably jumping on the wagon right now and saying that they believe murray but like me literally like the youtube channel like being able to record my thoughts and like it's there's pure evidence of like what i've said on streams and videos, like, I was back in that move from the start. I did say I wish more was retained, but like I thought he would, if he stays healthy, I thought he was gonna be what may, uh maybe not as much as this, but man, he's been unreal. Uh, watching him in Detroit just after that first goal, which that guy, that's not on him. Freaking what a disaster. But um <clears throat> yeah, I think overall Riley's always gonna be the guy I'm thankful for in terms of favorite player. But another guy I'm thankful for, and I'm actually he was a waiver pickup for me, is Brandon Montour with the Panthers, man. Eckblad went down and just Montours, was, he's just been a beast. Unreal.
0: Yeah, man. He took over those minutes and power play, penalty kill, everything, right, for him. So that's that's definitely a nice little pick up there. Um, yeah, I mean, because it's Thanksgiving as well, this is always that time of year where, you know, the insiders and just the hockey community looks at the standings. Yeah. Grace is at it and says, how many of these teams are really going to be in? at playoff time. And usually it is a pretty good sense. Usually it's one, maybe two from each conference fall out, and two new ones pop in. Um, but it is, it is a telling sign seeing who's in the playoffs as we speak today. So John, how about you give me one team from the East and one team from the West that you think are coming out and then one team from the East, one team from the West that are going to replace.
1: Yeah. I love this combo. I do want to say just cause it popped in my head. Uh, America Thanksgiving. We are very thankful for all the American viewers that are either listening on Spotify or Apple or uh, watching on YouTube. So make sure you check out uh, either one. But uh, yeah, all the viewers, obviously. Um, But yeah, to answer your question, I think one team that, man, I don't know what they're doing right now. And I I don't know what's happening with Shosturkin and they've been so rough. So right now I'm actually not even saying the Rangers. I'm standing pat on what I said. Pittsburgh will be in a division spot. I had them first. I don't think that's happening, but I'm saying Pittsburgh's going in. Rangers, bro, they got to figure it out. I wonder if the mm, Rangers fans are calling for Golan's head, but I don't know if that's happening. Um, Penguins in for me. Out. And I hate saying this, but uh, I do have a lot of friends that are fans of this team, but I just watched them last night. I think the Red Wings are going to be out. I'm not sold on them. I'm <laughs> sorry, Red Wings fans. I love you. And I think they have a lot of exciting parts of the team. But just watching them last night, Houston's been a big part of some of those wins, and he got pulled yet last night. So if Houston's not great, Or if, I mean, one of those goalies have to be good. So Red Wings out and Penguins in. I'll toss it to you for the East and then we can go at West.
0: Okay. For my East, I'm going to say the Red Wings definitely are looking like they're a fringe team. Um, As far as who else is still in right now, this is as of of Tuesday after the Thanksgiving long weekend. Uh, Man, it's tough to say anybody, but the Red Wings, it really is for me. But just to be different, I'll say Pittsburgh. Um, I think they have a really good team. I, 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 picked them to make the playoffs, but to, to give a little spin on this one, I think Pittsburgh has been very inconsistent at the start of the season. So I could see them, you know, if they're still Sorry, is Pittsburgh in
1: a wild card spot right now, they're in the second wild card spot. Oh,
0: okay. My apologies. Then I, I will
1: say Rangers for fun. Okay. I'll say Rangers go. in. I actually thought the penguins were just a point out. I think when okay, I checked okay. last, they were out, but
0: okay. So it's probably from last night's results. I I'd say, okay. So let, let's say I say penguins out. Um, so you're, you're doing red wings for Rangers.
1: Yeah, I'll do Rangers for Red Wings. I mean, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, one of those two teams between Rangers and Penguins will figure it out, right? Yeah. I would think.
0: I'll, I'll say, um, yeah, I mean, I'll say Florida. I'll say Florida figures it out. They've been super inconsistent here to start, uh, but I think they just have too much talent to to miss out. And I think Adin Kachuk, he's been really good. Um, but I think that uh, over time, they'll develop more chemistry with the big boys of Barkov. And yeah. and 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 I think Florida will make it. I think Florida will get in, and let's take Pittsburgh out on uh, on my watch.
1: Yeah, I think Detroit like this. It's not even a disrespect thing. I just think Detroit like they're going to be facing up against Florida and the Rangers the rest of the year and Pittsburgh right there as well. So it's like it's not a matter of Detroit not being good. It's just a matter of those three teams being in the race. So yeah, we'll see. I do apologize guys. The sickness is coming through the mic, but. We're, we're fighting. Through, He's battling. Go. Johnny's we're battling, battling, man. Battling. I,
0: better, I better see some support. I'm going for a nap for after this. I'm going yeah. for a straight out nap after this. There you go. <laughs> Forget a nap, man. Just hit the pillow for the night. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. In the West, uh, I'll kick this one off first. Uh, this is going to be no surprise to people who know me. Uh, I'm going to have St. Louis getting in. They're just on the outside right now. I'm going to have them getting in and I'm going to take. Wow. This is. Wow. I'm going to take Minnesota out. Which means, as of right Ooh. now, I'm leaving Seattle uh, in a playoff spot in their second season. So yeah, I'll, I'll put St. Louis in. I think they're just deeper than Minnesota, quite frankly. Um, I think Minnesota the, right now they're tied as we speak, but Minnesota's got the points percentage edge. Um, so it's it's pretty uh, you know a head-to-head matchup, even matchup there. But I'll take St. Louis in just because I believe in the in, in the whole team, the defense. Uh, I believe in their playoff you know, the runs they've had over what Minnesota is at this point.
1: Man, I might shake up the hockey world. And I know we said we're going to stop talking about this team and I shot you a message about it, but I'm going to say Seattle out to no disrespect. I just think it's a little bit of a great start. I did this with Vegas on their year. And I kept saying Vegas is going to fall back to earth. So maybe hey Seattle's going to prove me wrong. And I want Seattle to do well. But the team I'm having going in, Vancouver. Call me crazy. I think I'm,
0: I'm too sick, bro.
1: I'm too sick. Ooh. Call me back. Call me not a Vancouver even, fan.
0: Not even the Flames. I thought if you're going out west, you were gonna say Calgary, Vancouver. Hey, I'm probably too sick, man. Honestly, well, who, I'm losing my mind. Hold on, hold on. In this world, is is Dr. Demko the starter? Is Spencer Martin gonna hold well, on? That's what I'm on, saying, man. man. I think I think they'll split. I think Demko's gonna turn it around.
1: I mean, I'm probably crazy. I don't. Realistically, are they gonna make it? Probably not. But they've been so bad. And somehow they've heated up a little bit. They're like 500 right now. Yeah, they're 1.0. 500, 1.0. I just think the Pacific is so weak that between Vancouver and Calgary, one of those two teams will turn it around. So it's a hot to cocky podcast. I think the easy answer for me would be Calgary. And I think that no one would bat an eye at that take to say Calgary will turn it around and be in. Are they Or are they in?
0: They're out right now. They're out. They're, they're out. just behind they're St. Out. Louis. They're just behind St. Louis. Yeah,
1: so I think the easy answer could be Calgary. But... Vancouver, baby. There's still time. Lots of hockey left.
0: Man, these standings are really a blender right now. I yeah. got to be honest with you. The Central, especially. I didn't have Dallas at the top, and I certainly didn't have Winnipeg in there. So, shout outs to, uh, you know, previous guest, Jesse Pollock. Winnipeg, they're going to be holding a in. a wagon. According to me and Johnny, it looks like they're going to hold in. Hopefully, we don't jinx them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think the Central will mix up a bit. But I think in terms of how bad Nashville's looked at times, And I think those bottom two teams, like four of those five in the central, will make it for sure, one thousand percent. Like between, like yeah, what you said. Like between, I think Minnesota or St. Louis could be, but like Colorado, Winnipeg, Dallas, those three are in for me. I can't see those three choking.
0: Okay, well, moving on to the big news of the day here. Yeah, Rupe hints eight years, so he gets the max for for uh, Dallas. Eight years, eight point four. Million a year. Now, this is going to affect a lot of uh, young centers and young forwards in general that are up uh, as RFAs and UFAs yeah. coming up. So, who do you think this affects the most? I know we're probably going to go to the Canucks land in this conversation, but what do you think of the Rupe Hintz con- uh, contract? And who do you think this really affects uh, out the gates?
1: Yeah, I think the easy ones to say, Bull Horvat, but um the other two guys I brought up to you offline. And I think, if anything, it affects uh, this other guy more. And it's I think it actually affects big time Dylan Larkin I think in terms of um kind of like here's the thing I think Horvat when you look at the Canucks it's like Horvat Pedersen Miller like all these guys are kind of in that mix I feel like when you look at Dallas like Sagan struggled like faxa whatever like Hints has been the guy up the middle like consistently he's been the guy up the middle same way Larkin has been the guy up the middle for Detroit so I wonder and Larkin bro he's got to be one of the most underrated centers or like players in this league and hints to me is like similar the difference is is like when we're talking about UFAs versus RFA so like Pierre-Luc Dubois this probably affects Dubois and we know that Dubois said he's not going to commit to Winnipeg long term we'll see what happens there so I'm more so saying Larkin too um what do you think? I, I feel like the Horvat one's an easy answer, kind of.
0: Yeah, the Horvat one. I know we've we've talked about Bo Horvat and the Canucks for so so many different episodes, but I think it's going to affect him. I mean, eight point four for eight. I'm a little higher on yeah. Rupé Hints than I am on Horvat slightly. Um, and the but age think, plays a
1: factor in here, right? Because Hints yeah. I think is a couple years younger than uh, Horvat.
0: Yeah, Rupé Hints is uh, 26. Uh, yeah, I think I think Horvat last we checked he was in his late 20s. So yeah. Uh, and, and
1: Larkin's 26-2. So that that's why I say the comparison's better with Larkin and Hints. Yeah. This similar a, this production is, and same age.
0: Yeah, that's a really good comparable. And I think when you look at, you know, Dylan Larkin as the guy who started off and kicked off this new generation of Red Wings, he's the captain. I think he's right out the gate. He's got to think he's getting more than this now. Oh, right? for sure. Man, he's captain, getting nine plus.
1: He, bro, I'm looking at like a couple, like, here's the thing. Braden Point, like for me, like... That guy, point per game, like Stanley Cups, So that's not really the best comparison. But when you look at like centers, similar production as Larkin, it's for sure similar between 8.5 and 9.5. Um, for me, I think Larkin's getting minimum 8.5 for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then the thing is too, like, you know, if we just talk internally with the Dallas Stars, like the amount of contracts these guys have on the books, um, Sagan, Ben, Robertson yeah, now. Yeah, big contracts. Sign. You know, Marchment just signed four years, four and a half. I mean, like, they, I do they think got, of the
1: trio that they locked up in Robertson, Hints, and, and Heiskanen. That's their future right there, right?
0: Yeah, that is the future, and and then Audinger gonna, they got to lock up because they have
1: Audinger for how many years? Three. They got
0: Audinger three more years at four million, three, including this year. So two after this Robertson season.
1: was what? Was four or five?
0: Robertson was uh, four, yeah, four seven point seven five. Um. But yeah, I mean, Dallas is really locking up their next wave here. I mean, Wyatt Johnson, I know he's still on his entry level, but he's looking Stan Coven, baby. Yeah, and Stan Coven. I mean Dallas is a sneaky team. When yeah, tied to Landria.
1: They've got a bright future. Yeah, those man. those two contracts of Ben and Sagan will probably hold them back a bit in terms of flexibility. But Ben's having a year, man. Sagan's yeah. looking better. Ben's having a freaking year. So man
0: if if you could just i know they're they're playing a lot better this year than in previous previous few seasons but if you could just go like this and zap out the Sagan and Ben Deal um Wow. Dallas would, Dallas would be legitimate. They'd be a
1: wagon for the next 10 years for sure. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. They would be a perennial contender every year. If not like, you know, challenging the avalanche. And I mean, they might be there right now, but. uh, Yeah. Because I mean the
1: top line Pavelski, well, when it's Pavelski hints and Robertson, if you don't have those two other contracts there, oh my God, you could have signed like two really decent second liners. Oh yeah. Boom.
0: Anyways. But yeah, I mean, Dallas, good for them. Good for them locking, uh, Locking up a, a big young piece for them, and you yeah. know it's funny, John. It came out. it came across my timeline a few days ago, but uh, they also. I remember when they were calling up Matt Murray, not Leafs Matt Murray. Yeah, it was yeah. another goalie, Matt Murray. I know, just I know. Funny That's little, crazy. Funny little tidbit with the stars that I thought was hilarious. But
1: bro, that happens like so often in sports, and like reporters play around. With that. I don't know if you saw it today. This is not hockey related, but yeah. I guess like a defensive player is named Lamar Jackson. <laughs> the NFL reporter was like this guy will be reporting, reporting to, like Lamar Jackson will be reporting to the Chicago bears or something. And everyone was freaking <laughs> out. It
0: was like That's just hilarious. some
1: depth defensive player.
0: That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Before we, before we, you know, begin to wrap up, I wanted to quickly bring this, bring this story to light. I know it's, it's made its way around social and uh, the Rachel Dory story. Um, yeah. I know, you know, we only can go by what is in the report right now that she's filed Um, But I was going to get your quick reaction, but personally, I'll just I'll just give my piece, Um, you know, it's great to see the game um, being more inclusive, whether it's females, um, people of color, um, LGBTQ community, you know, anything like that, adding those voices to the game is only going to do it better when it comes to spreading hockey. Um, And this story is is certainly one that we're going to have to wait for the report and wait for the legal legal battle between the Canucks and herself. Um, but it's just something you don't want to see. Um, yeah. And it's not good for the Canucks and it's not good for her. And it's one of those ones, again, where where we got to scratch our heads and kind of wait for the legal proceedings. But uh, yeah, a bit of a bummer and a bit of a a downturn there uh, with this story. But uh, John, what did you see when when it comes to this?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so unfortunate. I, I mean, regardless yeah. of what the facts are and regardless of what happened, um, it's just disappointing to see two prominent females in Mm -hmm. NHL roles kind of going at each other. Like that's not something we want, like growing female voices in the sport. That's definitely not something we want. So
0: we'll see what happens, man. We'll We'll see. see. We'll see. We got to wait on this one, but definitely uh, not a
1: good thing. I think honestly, and I, I I don't know if it was Merrick or someone, this could get messy
0: fast. Oh yeah. Because I mean, from the Canucks point of view, I think everyone kind of knew they were going to deny the allegations. Um, because they have to and, and they have to go through the process yeah. but it could get really messy and it's unfortunate because rachel dory was uh, such a young up-and-comer in the business working with i think it was the devils um but she yeah, was the for devils. another yeah, yeah and there for, was there
1: was also stuff behind the scenes on that like we're not going yeah, to it but
0: yeah so it, it's just one of those things where it's just a bit of a shot to you know this story is a bit of a shot to a lot of um you know hockey fans hopes for what the brighter future is and 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 we'll get there but uh you know uh we'll keep you up to date on what if there any is anything that comes out of this story um but uh yeah i just wanted to quickly touch on that because it was a huge one uh, yeah i also world.
1: i also want to give a shout to wayne simmons i don't know if you saw but oh yes. isaiah meyer crothers yep i think that's correct yeah um pretty cool pretty cool so that um isaiah was the person that uh mitchell miller was we know harassing really badly mm-hmm. um racial slurs, um, a lot happened there. And I think the Mm -hmm. fact that Wade Simmons reached out and that kind of gesture and then Matthews and Marner got involved, um, that's the kind of stuff that we want to see in hockey, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. More
1: so than the
0: opposite. Absolutely. Okay, John, before we close out, I want to get your take now um, on your favorite. I know you've been to Detroit in the past um, at Little Caesars there. Give me your top three arenas that you've been to now for leaf games
1: man that's tough man. um
0: on the spot buddy
1: you know what i actually really like little caesars yeah i think it's like it's. it depends on how you answer this question
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: the arena itself little caesars has got to be like top two but i think atmosphere pp and g might be one for me actually that at, like i don't know if it's the cups or there's a sid or what it is Oh my gosh, it was rowdy in there. Like, and I'm not criticizing Red Wings fans and saying this, but like the atmosphere Saturday night, Pittsburgh, Toronto, in comparison to what I saw last night, like everyone was so rowdy. Even when Pittsburgh was uh, down, everyone was so rowdy. I loved it. Man, I was getting no I was that... getting 1967 chirps by everyone.
0: No. Yeah, Funny. bro.
1: Some, some dad was just downing beers and he just kept going. He's like, bro, you'll never see a cup in your lifetime.
0: Yay! Oh man, Pittsburgh fans are awesome. But man, how about the uh, 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 like the horn? Let's yeah, go, Pat. That's what I'm saying. And every time that happened, I'd go, "Go Leafs, go!" <laughs> I heard it on the broadcast last night when they were playing the Red Wings. The back and forth of the yeah, Go bro, Leafs go, Let's sick. go Red I was Wings! Getting into
1: that. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. The only one I'll,
1: I'll also say that's underrated: um, SAP Sharks. Underrated, super underrated. Sharks fans actually get rowdy.
0: And you went there when it was still, when the Sharks were still a bit of a good. wagon, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: a little bit good, yeah. All right, yeah. That was good.
0: Sorry, guys.
1: Yeah, again, the sickness came through, but I you know, I got through it a quick little, what, 20, 30 minutes?
0: Yeah, buddy. We appreciate done. you grinding out the time for us, um, as always, and keeping our weekly pods rolling. Yeah, and make sure you guys, if you can, of course, uh, Lucas has
1: got a Movember campaign. So if you want to donate, the link will be in the description. So.
0: Yeah, I'll throw hey, in look the at the muzzy.
1: Look at the muzzy. It's looking good towards the end of November.
0: It's the last time you guys will see it, all right? November, so, baby. Take it in. All right. John, thanks for Lucas, coming on, buddy. Thank you, always. Pull pulled off another beauty show. Until oh, next yeah. time, man. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace. Peace.